there, it's Charlene. I'd like to thank Adobe for supporting this podcast. Adobe is changing the world through digital experiences. Find out more at adobe.com. Leaders have never been challenged in their career as much as they are today. With technology empowering the voices of customers, many leaders are realizing that we're now in a perpetual state of always-on transformation. It's time for disruption, a transformation of leadership, and a transformation of ourselves. But what rules do we play by when you want to create this change? This podcast is about how we as leaders must transform ourselves to make it all work. My name is Charlene Lee, and these are the new rules of disruption. talk about one of my favorite topics and the topic that I am asked about more than anything else, which is digital leadership. How do you be a leader in the digital era? And the one thing I say is that this is not about changing your leadership, being a different type of leader than you already are. Because if you're listening to this podcast, you're a very good leader already. But this is about It's about extending your leadership into the digital space. It's about taking what you know to be true and using the digital tools and channels available to you to be the best leader possible. I often hear from so many people, you know, I'm old and I don't know how to use these tools. I don't know how to be digital. And the first thing I would say to you is that this is not about the technology. This is about your ability to create and deepen relationships with people. And when relationships are built on our conversations and our communications, we realize that so many of the ways we have discussions with people today are digital. And therefore, we need to be thinking about how we leverage these digital communications to deepen the relationships that are important to us as leaders. Now, you may be thinking, well, can I just let the younger people in my organization be the digital leaders and I can do the traditional leadership stuff? Well, I've worked with a lot of those younger leaders, and I can tell you one thing. I would rather work with experienced leaders who know how to be leaders but need to be trained on how to use these digital tools than try to explain to somebody in their 20s who may know how to use all of these digital tools but are just beginning their leadership journey. That is a much heavier lift. So what I'm going to be talking about today is about how do you think about yourself as a leader in the context of the digital world. And I guarantee you, I will not even mention a single technology in the way that we talk about this today. So let's get started. When I started working in 1988, there was no email. There was no internet. We barely had fax machines. It was a completely different era. And as I developed as a leader, these digital tools were also developing. So I was starting my leadership journey at a very, very interesting time that as I was developing as a leader, I was also developing my skills and learning how to use all of these digital tools. And what I realized early on was that these tools allowed me to communicate and to connect with people in new and different ways. But my development as a leader 
had to come first. My skills of listening, of sharing, and engaging with people were developed in that face-to-face analog world. And it was translating those things into the digital space and using those tools to continue listening and sharing and engaging that allowed me to scale and accelerate my leadership. That is the key to thinking about digital because this is not a separate place to where you are being a leader. To become the best digital leader that you want to be, there are three things you have to do. The first is to listen at scale. Second, share to shape. And third, engage to transform. Let's talk about listening at scale. When you're in a digital world, the way you listen to people is not with your ears, but with your eyes. Because so many people are writing their responses and reviews as customers on review sites. Employees are talking about things on collaboration platforms. Your ability to listen to your entire ecosystem is expanded beyond belief. In the past, we could only listen to the people in front of us or in small groups or even in a larger group, and we were always being filtered in terms of what we could hear. But now, because we have so much more information at our fingertips, we can now listen much more strategically. My friend, Erica Darwan, wrote a fantastic new book called Digital Body Language and shares how in the digital space, listening requires a new mindset and skill sets. A lot of people ask me what digital body language is and how to fix their video skills or their virtual backgrounds. But I like to say that in today's world, listening and engaging is so much more than how you look. It's about how you make others feel. One of my clients told me a story. He was messaging his boss and it was a high priority meeting that he was messaging him about. And the message said, do you want to speak Wednesday or Thursday? And his boss responds, yes. Now, I like to share that because in the book, I talk about how reading carefully is the new listening. Writing clearly is the new empathy. We talk about skills like listening and empathy, but digital body language is about how to put them into practice in the modern day video call, email exchange, Zoom meeting, and really make or break whether you're showing it or not. So who do you want to listen to? And more importantly, how will you listen to them? How are you going to show up digitally? And what kind of feeling do you want those people to have? Who are the most important audiences you want to connect with? And how can you better understand their needs and pain points so that you can help them achieve your common goals? Take a moment to jot down those thoughts and I'll be right back. Charlene here. If you're listening to this and thinking, I'm ready for more, then I want to let you know about all the resources available on my website, charlinelee.com. There you will find my latest books, articles, videos, courses, and more, all built to help leaders and organizations see the future and thrive with disruption. I've worked with top companies ranging from Adobe to Southwest Airlines. I've also spoken at conferences like the World Economic Forum, World Business Forum, and South by Southwest. And on my website, you will find many of the things I have shared with them. So go now to C-H-A-R-L-E-N-E-L-I.com to transform your leadership today. Now, sharing to shape is about sharing 
your leadership agenda with the audiences you want to reach in a thoughtful and intentional way. And the reality is technology allows us to share in so many different ways at different times. It's now no longer an expensive proposition, a scarcity to be able to share. Sharing is so frictionless now. But the problem is, as leaders, we don't know what to share. Somebody asked me once, like, why should I share anything? Why, why would people be interested in what I had for lunch? Well, that's all I see people doing, posting pictures of what they're eating. And I, I totally agree with the leader. I said, you know, I really don't care what you have for lunch. I, I just keep it to yourself. What I really want to know is what you talked about over lunch. What are you thinking about? What's important to you? How are we doing? What should we be doing differently? Tell me what's on your mind. You're my leader. Tell me more. I need to hear more from you. One of my favorite examples of a disruptive leader is Jeff Wiener, who is now the chairman and former CEO of LinkedIn. And he would constantly say to people, online, in person, everywhere, this is the mission of LinkedIn, is to connect the world's professionals. And one of our core values is, for example, members first. And he said this all the time. He would begin meetings with it every single time he could see people. He would give examples of how the company was living its mission and just talked about it endlessly. And somebody asked him once, you know, Jeff, we hear you doing this all the time. When are you going to stop doing it? And he said, I will stop saying this when people stop looking surprised. And this is the foundation of sharing. We don't share enough. We don't share enough about that future we see. We don't share enough about how we're going to be acting in our beliefs. We don't share enough about shaping the agenda and reminding people this is why we're here. And what digital allows you to do is to share constantly in all the small but important ways that people need to and want to hear from you. Which channel should you use? You know, any of these like new areas and newfangled things? Well, know where your audience is. Go to where they are. Understand that things may be shifting and changing. And so it's never just one technology or one channel that everybody uses. It's going to be a smattering of all of these. And I guarantee you what worked two weeks ago probably doesn't work today. So you need to be constantly figuring out where are the best places to be sharing. And the most important way to develop this is to tell a story. So think of a story that you could share with somebody right now that could really move them forward, that would inspire them to take action, to change their mind, to help them think about things in a different way. Remember, you're a leader who's creating change. So what can you tell somebody that is going to create change? Now, I just want to counter this one last issue. Like, I still don't know how to use technologies. I don't know how to you know, tell these stories. How do I do it? Let me tell you the story about Bill Marriott Sr. He's executive chairman of Marriott, the hotel chain. And he's well into his late 80s now. And he blogs on a regular basis. And he does not know how to type even. He will sometimes dictate the story, the blog post. He will sometimes write it out on a pad of paper. But nothing is going to stop him from telling the stories about the founding of the company, about the experiences he's had. When the pandemic hit, he was sharing his stories of resilience through the past history of Marriott to motivate people and to inspire them. So ask yourself, what's the story that you can tell? 
Don't worry about the format and the form. Tell the story that only you can tell as a leader and make sure that story is being told. The third area is to engage to transform. This is the scariest area for many leaders because what if I begin a conversation online and what if it goes bad? What if it turns in the wrong direction and people come after me? You know, I just want to share. I don't ever want to have that conversation and open up this can of worms. And that's completely understandable. In fact, I would encourage you to be very strategic about the ways that you engage because your time is limited. This is not about being on any particular platform, constantly engaging with people, unless that is something that is going to help you move your agenda forward. So look for those opportunities when you can engage with people where you are going to have a high likelihood of transforming them because of that conversation, because of the transformation that will happen, and especially if it's going to happen in a public space. We know what happens when you're at a town hall meeting and you bring up an employee to the stage and you have a conversation. Everybody can see themselves on that stage. And the same thing happens in digital. When you have a direct conversation with somebody and you're engaging with them, it's as if you're talking to the rest of the world. Here is Erica Darwin again sharing a story of a leader who intentionally and strategically shifted how she digitally engaged with her team. One of my clients has a great practice which allows her to truly amplify the use of Zoom meetings to actually get more done and foster more inclusion than she was in the office. What she does is, uh, prior to her Zoom meetings, she always sends an agenda in advance. Oftentimes we didn't send those agendas even pre-pandemic. And she asks two or three questions that she wants her team to be ready to answer in the meeting. This not only allows her introverts to actually have time to process ideas, they were already struggling with airtime in face-to-face meetings, but everyone's getting given a time to prioritize thoughtfulness versus just rushing to jump in on a call. Then in her meeting, instead of just having everyone turn take and speak, she asks everyone to use the chat tool to share their responses in writing first or use a virtual whiteboard. This avoids turn-taking. It reduces the bias of groupthink, where we often reward just the three people that are first to speak versus all of the voices. And then she calls on people with the most diverse or different perspectives. And last but not least, I like to say the Zoom meeting doesn't end when you click leave meeting or end meeting. She always has a note taker that summarizes the action items and sends them within 30 minutes of the meeting. This is like the new virtual handshake. It makes sure everyone is on the same page. So think about where are the areas you want to engage in in order to create those transformational moments. Now, you may be thinking, do I really need to do any of this? Can I just kind of skim along and not do any of the listening and sharing and engaging? Well, I think at the minimum, you have to do the listening. You may never choose to share and engage, but at least you have to listen. Because look at it from the perspective of the people who are trying to reach you who are saying these things, writing these things, posting these things, posting the content for you to hopefully catch a glimpse of. They want to be heard. They want to be seen. They want to be known. And if you don't give them the respect of at least listening to them, hearing what they have to say, it's as if somebody was knocking at your door or calling you on the phone and you refuse to open that door. You refuse to pick up that ringing phone. And the result is that you lose credibility. You lose 
the opportunity to be a leader in the moment of need. And I don't think anybody wants that. We are leaders because we want to serve. We are leaders because we have a belief that change is possible. And we want to bring people into that fold. So see digital as a way to be able to expand your leadership, to extend your leadership into channels, and think about how you can begin, at a minimum, listening so that you can hear all the voices that want to be heard. As a leader, you will also be asked frequently, constantly, by different people in the organization, let's go try out this new, fangled, bright, shiny object technology. And you will have absolutely no idea what that technology does. And no matter how much they explain it to you, you will still not really understand it because they're trying to explain to you the products and features of what that technology does. I encourage you to ask this key question. How does this new technology, how does a bright, shiny object help move us forward in achieving our strategic objectives? How does this new technology help us deepen relationships with our customers and our employees? Don't tell me what it does. Tell me what the outcomes are going to be and the results are, because that's what I need to understand. Knowing that in this digital space, you may not have all the answers. The key is to ask the questions that are going to allow for understanding, for agreement and disagreement, and eventually decisions that can move you forward towards that future. Rule number eight, leverage digital to grow relationships. Thanks for listening to the new rules of disruption. We created this podcast with the hope that you would be inspired to become a disruptor. Disruptors don't just blow things up. They also create and build things that result in huge positive change. This is a change that the world needs now more than ever. And we want to hear about what change you are creating in this world. You can send us your disruptor story by visiting charlenelee.com slash podcast. That's C-H-A-R-L-E-N-E-L-I dot com slash podcast. If you are enjoying this podcast, I have one major ask. Please share it with a coworker, manager, or a friend. Let's build communities of disruption together.